tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's Cassette Michelle, you guys. We're going to wait till it gets to the... So, what is this? You could keep it playing, Mark. I feel like I'm a, I'm a DJ. So, this is AfterBuzzTV.com backslash AfterBuzzTV. Make sure you're tuning in. So, we're going to be talking about, not we, uh, me and you, because it's just me today. Cortez G stood me up, but it's okay. He'll be here next week to talk about R&B Divas L.A., you guys, that's what we're going to be talking about. So join me on YouTube. Leave your questions and your comments. And let me know who is your favorite R&B diva. So if you're listening on iTunes, thank you so much. I am Madison Chase, your trainer to the stars and the star in you. And I'm so excited to talk about the show because I actually worked with two of the ladies' personal training, Stacey Francis. I actually trained her before X Factor. So I'm super excited. They'll, they'll be joining me in the studio, I'm sure, eventually. Um, but right now, it's just me. So we are talking about AfterBuzz TV. And if you're listening, that was Chrisette Michelle. She's actually on the show. And I'm so super excited. So we're actually going to be talking about episode number four, you guys. And I could really talk a lot. So I hope you guys will leave comments and questions. And, and we'll talk about episode number four. And then when Cortez and my other co-hosts join me, we'll do a recap of episodes one, two, and three. So tonight's episode starts with uh, Little Mo at Leela's house. I love Leela's house. I think it's gorgeous. Like, I'm like, where does she live in L.A.? It's so beautiful. I love the the natural. It just feels like a home instead of. It feels very natural and warm, and, and I want to go to her house, and, like, she seems like your your homegirl. So Little Mo and Leela, they talk about the previous episode because episode three, Michelle A shares with Little Mo that she is really trying to love herself. She's going through therapy, and we hear that she has, you know, really some some issues with kind of I don't know if it's the industry and, and she really doesn't talk about it but she talks about trying to commit suicide and kill herself and she's so beautiful to me and I love her her how vulnerable she is often and, and just hearing her like be honest and open about what she's facing so she tells little Mo that she is not interested in dating and I don't know if that's something that she came to that conclusion on her own, um, but she said she's not interested in dating. And I think a lot of times, and, and I think, I can't remember who said if it was uh, Leela or Brave, and she said, you know, when, when you're in love, you want everybody else to be in love because you're so happy and you want people to experience that feeling. But Michelle A is like, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I, I really, so she breaks down in episode three and she cries and she's like, I, I can't. I just, you know, I want to be by myself. And little Mo is so funny. She has so much energy to me that she was like, no, everybody wants to drop it like it's hot, don't you? And Michelle A was like, no, like she's not even there. And I think that is, 
when you're talking about being emotionally stable and, and being ready to be in a relationship, she is on that page where she knows what she's, what she needs. She's a grown woman and she knows what she needs and what she wants. And being in that place, I think she's on the road to, to getting better. Cause it's a, it's a brave woman and a, and a confident woman to say, I don't need anybody else to validate me. I don't need anyone to make me feel good about myself. Cause right now I'm really going to, um, love myself, love the good parts and the bad parts. So I think that happened and little Mo was not hearing it because she's in this place where she's really in love. And so Leela, she goes over to Leela's house and little Mo is having a, a conversation because, Little Mo wanted to set Michelle up on a date with her father-in-law. And it was just a date. And I think Little Mo is not necessarily looking at the fact that she said that she's not ready. And even just a date to her is, that's not what she was looking for. So Leela gives her their advice to say, you know what, I really think you guys should talk. You should talk it out. And later on in the episode, they do, and it doesn't go too well. So... Um, they also really look at <clears throat> Leela's friend, Teresa, they call her T, and she is um, fighting breast cancer. And I think they've been friends for a long time. And that's such a hard place to be to watch someone that you love and really struggle with any kind of uh, illness, whether it's cancer, whether it's lupus, whatever you're struggling with. Uh, I love that they were showing that relationship between Leela and T in, in that intimate moment. So they ended up celebrating um, and singing That's What Friends Are For with um, for Teresa on stage. And, and she, of course, she cries, and it's a beautiful moment um, between friends and, and celebrating her life. And I think that's so important to celebrate people's life versus the thing that they're going through. And I have a really good friend of mine, and she is um, cancer-free two years, so I'm so excited about that. But <clears throat> I love... Leela and just being authentic and and really getting everybody to embrace. And so there was a moment before they actually started to sing that Brave, not really knowing the group. And I think when you're new to people really seeing the behind the scenes, because she was from a group called Rich Girls and people really didn't get a chance to watch their progression or watch them interact. And so this is her first time doing reality television. So the perception of her is, you know, she's a beautiful girl. Um, she's talented. She could dance. So she could kind of be a little threatening to some of the ladies, too, because she's definitely younger. So sometimes in this business and entertainment period, the older you get, the less attractive you become, unfortunately, in this town, especially in the music business. So... I think when she kind of said, we need to practice, and they were like, um, chick, this is not about you. And nobody really cares if we're hitting some bad notes because at the, at the time it was about Teresa. So, um, and I think Michelle ends up leaving because she had to go pick up her daughter. And I think when you're watching the show, Especially reality television, like you never know the behind the scenes and, and how things are communicated. So sometimes things are set up to look far worse than what they really are. But also, I think when it comes to communicating with people, oftentimes we don't like confrontation. 
I know for myself, I, I don't like confrontation, but you see the dynamics on the show where we're not really taught to work through problems with women, especially women, because we like to talk about the feel good stuff. But when something is bothering us and having to deal with emotional issues or when someone is, is terminal or someone is sick and fighting something, that's not something we're familiar with. So when Michelle left, they kind of it kind of put a bad taste in, in uh, Little Mo's mouth again because she stood her up. And I think Little Mo shared with Leela uh, when they were actually at her house that, you know, her sister found a lump in, in her breast as well. And I think having the the idea of, you know, let's do something um bigger and so the plan is for them to do a bigger celebration of life for women that are fighting hopefully it's not just cancer because i do know for lupus lupus is one of those kind of diseases too that affects a lot of women of color so i think tony braxton kind of deals with that on the braxton's family value show which i think is great um so (laughs) little mo is really it's so hard when you when you have an issue with someone, but it's always good to try to put yourself in the other person's place and really try to figure out, hmm, what could that person be thinking? Because it is often a challenge um, reading the four agreements. And you could say, don't take things personal. But I think little Mo in her head and Michelle A's head when they did the, the prior episode and they Shantae took them to the. I think it was Big Bear or another kind of like life coaching, building, uh, helping you to trust one another workshop. She took them there. And so Little Mo and Michelle kind of built this bond, this sisterly bond. And so I think Little Mo really feels betrayed because, number one, she stood her up. And so she's still like the whole this whole episode is about Little Mo kind of, you know, holding on to that feeling instead of just saying, let's have a conversation. But when you have a conversation with somebody about something that's bothering you, I think you really have to deal with what are you feeling and how you make me feel versus this kind of accusatory. You did this. You, 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 you. And I know when she actually did have the conversation at the very end of the show. Um, Michelle, in her mind, gives this kind of apology that is kind of half way. It wasn't what Little Mo was expecting. But I think Little Mo isn't looking at someone who is really, she's still hurting. And so you can't expect for someone who is still in a, in a very hurtful place and really trying to build themselves up to really not not necessarily not be apologetic but and I think she was remorseful but I also think Michelle A is not really communicating that she doesn't really want to be in a relationship she doesn't want to date and I think she's angry because little Mo isn't hearing that like they're both you know expressing their feelings but nobody is hearing and or listening to each other so She's mad, and I love that she goes to her um, her husband, Carlos, and she was actually really good on those boxing bags. I was like, get it, little mom. Like, she looked like a professional. I'm like, has she done that before? But when she was hitting the bag, I know it's a lot of hand-eye coordination. 
she really did a good job. I was like, little mom might have a, a career in boxing after the show. But I think that's a great way to get out your aggression, but also talking, too. So uh, eventually she does talk. But I think she came to the conclusion, and one of the things she said, she was like, friends can't do business. And I don't think that that, I don't necessarily agree with that. So you guys tell me, do you agree that you can't do business with your friends? And I think if you look at successful people in entertainment, uh, Regina King and, and Nia Long, I know that's something that they did for each other. Like they would go on auditions to Sheena Arno and Tisha Campbell Martin. That's something they did. They really helped push each other. And even if we're looking at Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, did I get that right, Mark? Who who were the friends? I'm trying to think. The the directors? The directors. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Okay. They, they did the same thing. So I don't know if I don't – I know I don't agree that friends – what do you think, Mark? Do you think that friends can't do business together? I think you really have to – Lay out your expectations. What are you expecting? And then look at those expectations. And are they real? And are they obtainable? And then really have open conversation and dialogue about really what you're expecting moment by moment, week by week. And then if those expectations are realistic, then you have some some grounds to work from. But if they're not, then I think that's when you get into we can't do business together. And I don't even think they're really doing business together. I think business in the sense that you guys each have your own individual singing careers. So you're not really doing business together. You're on a show together. And I think that's such a fine line when you're talking about the actual show and then how you are outside of the show. And I think reality television can either bring you closer or it could draw you further away. But one of the things I do like, about this show in particular is that they are talking about issues that in the African-American community that most people don't really talk about when you're talking about going to see a psychiatrist or a psychologist to help you get through uh, a really hard emotional time or depression. And so we're going to talk about that next. Chrisette and, and her brother, who I think her mom and dad, I don't know what they were doing, but they are super uber duber talented like Chrisette is so talented I think on episode three when she was playing the the percussion thing and she's like I went to school with Erica Badu so she's kind of like a modern like Erica Badu and I'm sure she probably wouldn't like that but I think she's so super it's like she's a, an artist to me um just being able to create that song and working the first time she worked with the orchestra and she was so incredible. I was like, wow, she's really talented. And then to hear her brother sing. So she has a conversation with her brother um, because she's starting a, a label, a record label. And I love that she wants to do business with her brother. So little Mo, you can do business with your friends and your family. It could work. I think you really just have to talk about the things that sometimes you don't want to talk about. And her brother struggles with bipolar. And I know Chrisette and little Mo, Chrisette and Michelle A have a conversation about him being the face of being bipolar or what that looks like for the African American community. Cause that's something we don't talk about. And I think it's something we should be talking about because mental illness 
is something that does affect everybody, regardless of race and color and creed and and your economic status. It, it could affect anyone. So I love that this is something that they're really addressing on the show. And so she got him a life coach. And the life coach, I guess, I'm sure they didn't show everything. And I'm hoping that it, it really is a, a real-life life coach that's really trying to help him get through his... his um, being able to get through those those bouts of being bipolar. And, and I know Chrisette said, you know, he was really happy or he was really sad. And so really trying to find that, that balance. And when you look at someone, it broke my heart with, with Robin Williams and, and knowing that that was something that he struggled with as well. So it could be a very serious thing if it's not addressed correctly and if it's not treated correctly. And so just to kind of gloss over it and people tend to put labels on it about what it is or what it what it should be or what they think it is. But here is actually a young, talented African-American young man that is um, so talented. I can't wait to hear his music. And I love Chrisette Michelle. I love everybody. Leela James, I love her. Uh, and I'm just now hearing some of uh, Brave's music. Um, so, yeah, I love the, the scene with uh, Leela. So the next scene, Leela is in the studio. And her voice, I, I can't put my finger on it, but she reminds me a little bit of a um, maybe a, a Nina Simone. Like her tone is, and I'm not a music person, y'all. I'm a, I'm a dancer. I like to dance. And I like to sing, but I'm certain that I'm really not a good singer. Uh, and I'll probably will be trying to sing some of all of all of their music uh, for the intro. So you'll have to tune in to that <laughs> for the intros. Um, so, yes, we see Leela in the studio and she asked Michelle to come by the studio. And they have a conversation again. And I have to wonder if the conversation was really the conversation about Michelle not assuming that little Mo would be upset with her. Like you guys bonded on that, that trip. And that's what we saw on the episode three where it looked like they really had a connection and they really get each other. And little Mo is really concerned about her welfare and, and her taking care of herself. And, and she wants her to be in love. And when you love somebody, you do want them to, to find love and happiness. And I think there is a statistic that says that when you're in, in love, you, you live longer. And when you're in a couple, when you're a couple and when you're married, you live longer. So I think little Mo is coming from a good place. And so when Michelle didn't text her back or call her back and, and or never even address the issue, then for little Mo, it feels like, mm, she's really not my friend. And I think that's such a, in life you can, it's hard to be an all or nothing. And I feel like that's kind of how little Mo is. Like she's taking that one instance and saying, she's not my friend or this is not how I would react to the situation. And so because it's not how you would react, that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is a bad person. It just means that that's the space that they're in right now. And, and that was her apology. And maybe it's not good enough for you. But 
I also think she's hurt and she's saying, you're not hearing me and you set something up for me that I told you I didn't want to do in the first place. So the best way for me to tell you I don't want to do it is for me not to show up and not even address the issue. Now, do I completely agree with that? No, but I feel like she's a grown woman and she really is trying to do the best she can with the state that she's in. And and nobody knows what it feels like to be so low that, you know, on the outside looking in, people can say, oh, she's got a lot of money. She has tons of, you know, friends and she's successful and she's iconic when it comes to just her setting the foundation for R&B and hip-hop that people would think. And she's beautiful. I love her. I think she's gorgeous. I think they're all beautiful, but she still is very unhappy. And I think that's a hard thing for a lot of people to deal with when you're when you're talking about emotional stability and Michelle is, is having... Michelle is having a hard time dealing with that. So, yeah, I, I, I hope I want them to really reconcile because I just hate to see. I feel like this is a show where the, they're trying to build some kind of sisterhood. And that's exactly what we need, because I think a lot of shows with mostly women, we see a lot of cattiness and and backbiting and gossiping and. It's so easy to pick up the phone, so I hope that, you know, further into the episodes we'll see them coming together and really working through the issue of not... When you have an issue with somebody, it's okay to take a moment, take a day, take a breath, take a boxing class, take whatever it is you need to do to actually, excuse me, to get... um past your aggression or whatever you're feeling slighted about so that you can really have an honest conversation about not um, assuming anything about anyone's situation. So we actually see them in, and towards the beginning of the episode, they're talking about going to um, celebrate Jesse Jackson uh, of the Rainbow Push Coalition. It's actually his birthday and they're honored to really go and celebrate with him and they're supposed to be singing. I was laughing because I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, Stacey Francis. (laughs) She's sitting at the table. So they actually meet. I think, I don't know if she knows Little Mo because I know Stacey is from New York and I think Little Mo is from New York. Uh, Brave is from uh, Baltimore. And I want to say Michelle is from New York as well. And did I miss anybody? Leela. She might be from the East Coast, too. And Chrisette. I think Chrisette may be the only one from L.A., possibly. I have to do my research. So if you guys know about where Chrisette is from, put that in the inbox because I would love to uh, know. I'm sure I could find out as well. Or make sure to use Twitter with hashtag ABTVRBDLA. Um, thank you so much, Mark. Yes. Now, what's that hashtag again? Say it one more time. ABTV, mm-hmm. RBDLA. RBDLA. Okay. RBD was LA. That makes yep. sense. Okay. Just the shorthand. I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. Use that hashtag if you're on Twitter and you want to give me some suggestions on where you think they're from. I'm pretty sure most everybody is from the East Coast except for maybe Chrisette. 
Okay, so let's get back to Jesse Jackson. They were super excited to see him, and I love the moment where he talks about their work ethic and them singing every day. And again, I think Brave is like, she's like, I sing every day. And nobody else said anything. They were like, oh, okay. And, and maybe that's, you know, the the young, eager beaver. Like, you want to prove yourself that, that prove to yourself and to everybody else. Like, look, uh, I have, um, I have talent. And, and she kind of, you know, pushes sometimes where she should not really be pushing. So, yeah. They have that conversation with Jesse Jackson and he, I think that moment is really more so about him and, and just really inspiring the viewers and people who are watching that the best way for you to better yourself and, and improve your situation is to work and hard work. And I think more so than hard work is strategic work and finding a mentor and somebody to mentor you. So that's one thing I would love to see on the show. I would love to see people embracing brave to really get into a, a more of a sisterhood and because they've been in the business a little bit longer versus this competition kind of thing. Cause really everybody's music is so completely different that nobody would really be competing with each other. Um, I don't think, and I'm not a music musical genius or a music producer. So I would, I would guess, but you guys know if you're, if you're music people and you listen to everybody's music on the show, let me know. Cause I would think that they would be embracing her to really kind of show her the ropes. And that's the thing too. You have to honor the people that came before you that paved the way for you. And, and I think little Mo speaks to Jesse Jackson kind of paving the way and, and being there in the civil rights movement and fighting for fighting for our rights. So <laughs> little Mo comes to the table and there's an extra seat. And I don't know if the producers put this, the sticker on there that said, don't sit here because this, the seat was reserved for Stacy. So, um, Jesse Jackson is called to the stage and he gives an award to Stacy Francis. And so they kind of do a montage of all of her success and she gets up and she, she accepts the award and I saw it coming <laughs> And she sings happy birthday, like the, the Christian gospel music sound. So she is really doing flips and, you know, all kind of stuff with her vocal cords for a happy birthday. And so everybody at the table is like, um, we can't go after she just reinvented happy birthday for Jesse Jackson. So. They still get up and they still sing the song and uh Shantae Moore cuts the cake and it was the funniest thing. I was like, oh, I saw that one coming. Oh, and even before that, what did you guys think when Stacey Francis, I mean, it's kind of like not even a spoiler alert because you know that she is going to be on the R&B Diva show. I don't know if she's actually a diva or because when you look at the actual trailer and the footage and the actual poster for the show on the website. I don't, I can't recall if Stacey Francis is actually on the actual picture as part of the cast, but I'm assuming she is because she stands up when they ask the R&B divas of LA to stand up and all the other ladies are looking at her like, Oh, what's happening? So yes, that is, um, I think that is how the show ends. And, and we do know that, um, Stacy will be coming back and we saw the previews for the next show where little Mo Michelle's birthday is coming up and 
her and Little Mo still have not resolved this issue about the her standing her up on the date for her father-in-law. And Michelle A telling her, like, I feel like it would be incestuous because you're like my sister and he's going to be like my dad. And so it wouldn't work. And I think she just really doesn't want to date and, Michelle, and Little Mo's not hearing it. So... Yes, R&B Divas LA, I am Madison Chase. And Before we go, Madison, actually, what? Um, the, the system works. Uh, CCF Freak in chat mentioned that Chrisette is from Long Island, not oh, she's from, from really? the West Coast. Yep, That is interesting. Now, who said that? That was CCF Freak in the chat. So that wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> freak in the chat. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, CCF. Uh, and, and also that uh, Stacey Francis was announced as joining the cast. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was pretty sure because they, they just kind of seemed like they didn't know when she stood up. And <laughs> actually, I think everybody sat down and then she was kind of standing up by herself as if she was about to do another solo. I was like, go ahead, Stacey Francis. Let everybody know that you are the new R&B diva to the show. So, yes. Thank you, uh, CC Freak in for listening and or watching if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I am Madison Chase, fitness, your trainer to the stars and the star in you. And I am at on Twitter at Madison Chase Fit. And definitely follow me at Madison Chase Fitness on Instagram and one mad chase on YouTube. So, yes, please check us out after buzz TV. On YouTube, so youtube.com backslash TV, and don't forget to hash, use the hashtag ABTVRBDLA. So that's RMB Divas LA. And we'll be talking about episode number five next week, you guys. So thank you so much for listening and watching. I'm your girl, Madison Chase. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.